0: Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. I'm your host, Gretchen Garrity, and I am so excited to be recording right now. It is the evening, we're just chilling together. Brody, my golden retriever, if you're new, is laying at my feet right now. He's so sleepy and so cute, and Max is golfing. We've got the house to ourselves, and we are just gonna chit chat and catch up. And yeah, I don't know, I'm just like in the best mood right now. I also should warn you that I just had a really big chai latte. Um, Which is dumb because it's six o'clock and so I probably won't be able to sleep tonight So I'm gonna be really caffeinated, but those are like the best pods because I feel extra chatty and like I just spill all the tea Because I'm like what the heck I have like so many thoughts going on and they just all come out So yeah, I I know I just said a million times that i'm so excited to record But I really am and if you guys remember Um two weeks ago my episode I was saying how I didn't record for a whole month And so I missed you guys so bad And just realized even more like how much our little community means to me and how much I just love you guys and like interacting and your input and all your sweet comments about the episodes you're listening to, DMs. Something about my podcast content is extra, like, sacred to me. It feels like my little baby. And so whenever you guys, like, comment about that or if I meet you in person and you say something, it's just, like, extra sweet. I don't know. I just love it so much. Like, seriously, your sweet comments on especially my happy hour podcast Instagram just make my day. And, by the way, if you don't follow that, you totally should. It's just Happy Hour Podcast. On Instagram, I'm saying this so disjointed. It's because it's happy and then HR podcast because like happy hour was taken. So, yeah, happy HR podcast on Instagram. So, you guys should follow that to see when I post new episodes. And then that can sort of be like the comment section of the podcast since I wish we had like comments so we could interact, like how you do on YouTube or Instagram or whatever. Um, But yeah, it's just like our fun little community. Go follow if you don't already. And as you can tell by the title of today's episode, it's actually like a couple different topics that I sort of smushed together in one episode, and they were actually requested by you guys. So all your requests of like episode topics, I always try to get to because I know you guys are the ones that are listening. So I of course want to talk about what you want to hear about. So, like I said, I combined a few like relationship boundaries, compromise in a relationship. Um, How to deal with toxic people in my mind. It's really like toxic friends because that's like, you know When it gets really tricky and then also so that one was the same girl that said fitting in which i'll talk about But I just think that should not be the goal at all. You need to just do you and be you girl I think that gets easier with age, but you know what i'm realizing? Um, sorry. I'm so all over the place. Okay. See I feel like all right I feel like i've talked about friends toxic friends making friends post-grad how it's hard to make friends as an adult losing friends all that sort of stuff and I feel like it's always so requested by you guys but then I also remember that there's always like new people listening to my podcast or some people don't listen to every single episode um and so of course I'll talk about it more if you want me to talk about it more and there's always like new things to say right and you guys this is reminding me you guys may remember I started listening to the what we said podcast with JC and her friend Chelsea and i I love it so much. I think it's so fun. So a little shout out to them. If you guys listen to their podcast, like... I don't know I've just been loving it and that reminded me because they were saying that they were saying things that like I didn't even know because they just started listening and they're like oh maybe we should explain like maybe some people are new even though we've been doing it for three years like we should explain and I'm like wait I always assume that you guys have listened to every single one but that's so I so get it now because that was me with that you know I'm like wait they've been doing it for three years like I've only listened the past you know five episodes whenever I joined so I'll always try to make sure I explain because there's nothing worse when you're listening to a podcast and you're like okay I don't know who that person is they're referring to or what's going on or the situation or okay you said your dog Brody's at your feet but like what dog like did you have you know like what kind of dog is it so I'm always going to try to like explain to you guys but yeah I know you guys love the advice I feel like so much of the topic requests you guys just want to hear my opinion or like advice on certain things and the one that i'm looking at from february 26 i posted an episode gretchen's advice on body image losing friends independence so i feel like those are common things that i talk about but they're always like good reminders obviously and things that like we all you know want advice on and all go through so Yeah, also, like I said, so I combined a couple of different requests into this episode, and um, I saw some requests from you guys. Well, there was a couple that were like, we like the guests, keep the guests coming, but honestly, overwhelmingly, I saw request from you guys to keep the solo episodes which I was so surprised about like you guys like the episodes where it was just me talking and just me hosting and just chatting and like no one else and I just thought that was so sweet and it felt really nice to read because sometimes I worry I'm like okay are they do they care like are we are you guys still with me here um would you rather just have you know a guest on here and I guess I can really because some like Podcast I listen to it's just one person like I think of Tori Day Simone I love her podcast and it's just her chatting so if you think of me in that way like that's really sweet but then also like I said I love like JC and Chelsea and there's two of them I love ones with guests I love solo. so yeah I saw a lot of you guys liked my solo ones though so that was so sweet thank you for that and I guess I'll keep them rolling because like before I was always like okay I should like find a new guest every week but to hear you guys say that you like the solo ones like That's good to know. Thank you for that. Okay, also another thing I'm realizing is I think last week when I recorded, this is like horrific that I forgot I feel so bad I just realized as I was writing all my notes out for this podcast I'm like wait a minute did I forget the last episode I did I think I forgot to do something I'm happy about and like a happy quote a happy idea you guys know I do that at the beginning of every episode and I think I forgot last time so I feel so bad I almost forgot today I think I'm just out of the groove of it like I said because I didn't record for a whole month so we're just gonna jump right into that since I forgot last time I feel so bad so something I'm happy about today is actually it's saturday right now as i'm recording so it's freaking weekend so it's just like the best vibes and Max and I had the funnest day together and It's fun. <laughs> we had the most fun day together. Oh my gosh i grammar has never been my strong suit. Neither has geography. Anyway, that's a topic for another day So I am really happy that we woke up and went to orange theory this morning You guys know I've been in a big orange theory kick and I just love it I feel so strong after orange theory so accomplished like I worked so hard almost a day too hard like we were exhausted like i had to i vlogged a little bit but i was like oh my gosh i gotta lay down for a sec which i like never nap during the day or lay down or rest which is probably kind of a bad thing but i'm just so not that like i can't nap during the day like it will just throw me way off but i was like i am freaking exhausted from one day like i was dead max and i were both already like wow our arms are already sore that was so tough but that was so fun to start our day with a workout, especially together. Like it was just so fun to go together because normally I go by myself and he'll just go like lift weights or whatever on his own. And then another thing I'm happy about is that we went out to brunch, like breakfast, brunch after. You know, maybe this is why I was actually <laughs> tired and needed to lay down. We were both kind of in like a food coma since we went to a diner and pigged out. And it was wonderful, amazing, great. Loved every second of it. We both got like... Massive omelets I got like every Topping mix impossible that you could with like home fries and toast Of course, we got pancakes that we need on the side Like you can't forget the pancakes french toast something sweet like always need that And it was so good and so needed so that was so fun and the best like weekend little date thing And then yeah, we needed to like lay down after because we were so sore from orange theory and in a food coma And I feel like we started doing this sort of yesterday and today so I saw a tiktok I think it was yesterday that basically it was a couple and and they were just like here's a tip that made our relationship so much better and they were saying that they call everything a date they're like especially things that you wouldn't call a date it just makes it fun and exciting and they're like it seriously changed our whole relationship and made us way more like in love and I thought that was so cute and I shared that with Max And so today I'm like, come clean with me in the bathroom. It'll be a date." Or I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to go have our workout date. Then we're going to have our brunch date. And it is so fun to see everything as a date, like just the little things. It helps you like stay in love, especially if you've been in like a long-term relationship. I don't know. Maybe that's like a little tip I could share with you that... I saw on that TikTok that I think is so fun. And, yeah, that just made me think of our day-to-day the whole day. I'm like, this is a date. It'll be a date. Like, we're going to cook together when he gets home from golf. And I'm going to be like, oh, it's a cooking date, you know. I just think that's so fun. So, especially if you've been in a long relationship, start calling everything a date, I guess. And it'll just be more fun. Uh Uh-oh. Do you hear Brody moving around? Oh, are you getting comfy? Oh, my gosh. I just wish you guys could. I wish Podcasts or like a little bit of video too. Oh, by the way, that reminds me would you guys like Video versions of this, you know I know i'm shooting that down right away because I feel like that would be so boring Especially if it's just me like you see my facial expressions But other than that like the whole reason I listen to podcasts is because I can do it while i'm driving whatever So yeah, you know, I probably won't do a video version But I just wish there was a video version for you just so you could see brody just jumped up on the couch and got all cozy and like snuggled up with the pillow It's the cutest thing ever. Okay, now for the quote. Happy quote. Happy idea, you guys. know that I do. So this is going to seem like so random, but you will see it ties in later in the episode. So my quote is, (laughs) this is like not really happy. It's just very like matter of fact. My quote is that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think this is so true. Probably most of you have heard this before. But when I first heard it, I think I was just like, wow like my mind is blown because it's so true and you pick up on it too like I noticed when I started dating Max little phrases or things that I say have changed just by the way he says things or his family or you know the way you do things like just learning things from your friends and family and who you spend the most time with like you start to adapt sort of like into that person it's so weird how people you spend a lot of time with how they can like rub off on you and that's probably really random to hear right now, but you'll get it later in the episode. promise. So I just wanted to do a little catch-up. Love our little catch-up moments. So I know I talked about this on YouTube, in a blog, and in my last episode, I believe, too. But I finally had... Sorry, I feel like I'm gasping for air right now. I was just like... <sighs> <laughs> sorry if I'm like gasping for air. <laughs> i'm sure i always am in my podcast because i talk so quick and then i'm like okay i need to catch up i need to okay what i was gonna say is that i finally had my first ever in-person therapy appointment this past wednesday and let me tell you especially if you've been like afraid of doing therapy it was so so good i was so afraid going into it i was so nervous um but it worked out so well and I f- honestly feel very lucky that I clicked with the first therapist that I tried because Actually, so many of you guys were advising me and were like don't be discouraged if it doesn't go well with the first person Like I think when most people start therapy It's sort of a journey of finding like the right therapist for you and who you click with and you might just not vibe with the first person and That's totally fine. Like obviously everyone has like a different vibe or different sort of like vibe that they want out of the person that they're meeting with so yeah I feel very lucky that I feel like I really resonated with this girl I feel like we had a lot of experience Well, woman I don't want to be with this girl with my therapist she's very sweet and I feel like we can relate on a lot of things that's what I'm trying to say so went so well I actually kind of Blocked off all of wednesday in my mind. I'm like, I don't know how i'm gonna be after this appointment if i'm gonna need the rest of the day To like cry or decompress. I don't know. My one friend I was talking to is like, oh, yeah I always need to like take the day after to like nap. She's like I always have to nap after therapy because it's so like Emotionally exhausting and draining just sort of going through like the thickets of your brain, which I so agree with It is really exhausting afterwards. I felt like I was like wow like this day went by so quick but I'm so tired I don't know weird feeling because I've never I've never done therapy like I've never done anything like that but I'm so happy I finally did it since obviously I've thought about it for years the biggest thing especially losing my dad in 2019 like I always wanted to meet with someone so I'm so happy I like finally had the courage to do it and really Max encouraged me too which was so helpful like I don't know if I would have ever done it if it wasn't for his support and I love that we're always like pushing each other to be the best versions of ourselves and do things that we've always wanted to do if it's like therapy for example so yeah but I'll talk about more about relationships as you can tell from the title so so good and you know what you should you should think of this as sort of like exclusive content (laughs) for the pod because I didn't vlog about it at all like I said I took that whole day I was like facetiming friends and family later to sort of like tell them how it went and Yeah, I didn't vlog about it out, which is so funny because I Vlogged a little bit about like the first time I had a call like scheduling our appointment Um, but I didn't vlog like about my experience or anything It was just a very like personal day obviously, but I figured i'd like fill you guys in over here and Long story short, obviously i'm not going to really get into like what we talked about. That's like extremely personal Um, but you guys know i'm usually such an open book But I guess that's like pretty sacred in my mind and I will keep that to myself But I can give you like the gist so What I felt that therapy offered me was that, you know, she really offered, like, perspective and not in a way of, like, demeaning at all. Like, I feel like so many times it's like, you need perspective to realize, like, your problems aren't that hard. But it wasn't like that. It was just a different third-party, unbiased sort of opinion and perspective that was really helpful. And, like, validate having your feelings validated by someone that you don't know is, like, also very helpful and just really made me feel like I wasn't crazy and wasn't alone in feeling these ways and she just assured me that my feelings and behavior actions are normal and in a way I think of it in my head is like sort of is like connecting dots or just piecing things together for me just sort of like helping go through my thoughts I like don't know how to explain it if you guys have done therapy maybe you would know and I love how I like think I'm an expert over here and I went to one freaking appointment And I also feel like she just posed questions. That was really good. She would ask me questions and I would be like, whoa, I never thought of it like that. Or I would say, oh, that's a really good question. And it just made me like think a lot more, um, which I'm being so big right now. But yeah, she just would like ask questions that I hadn't thought of before. So that was really helpful. And I guess like takeaways from it, we sort of had things for me to work on with, Self-care, etc. In that way, thinking about it, because I know this episode is all about like relationship boundaries and well, I guess toxic friends, those don't really have to do with each other. But in a way, just like boundaries with yourself. And I felt like that's sort of how therapy went was finding like my own personal boundaries in a way. Like if we're working on my self-care or my personal boundaries, for example. Um Which I know I'll touch on in regards to relationship. Am I making any sense right now? But (laughs) yeah, that's sort of my takeaway from therapy. I know it's like a whole journey and process though. And I'm excited to keep meeting with her and seeing how I progress. And, you know, I'm just thinking right now about sort of like personal boundaries I have. Or even just like boundaries with myself. Or like, I guess in a way I can like look at it as discipline. I'm being so vague. For example, I'm thinking about how I used to let myself, and obviously I let myself feel my emotions, I'm such an emotional person, but I would let myself sort of like go down a deep hole or like spiral or feel worse, and now I feel like I can catch myself doing that before it gets bad and can like pull myself out of bad Feelings okay for okay. Here's like a concrete example for you guys. I'm like trying to think here So you guys know i've struggled a lot with body image eating things like that And I remember Years and years and years ago letting myself feel so so horrible. I was so Hard on myself. It was like a toxic mentality that I had and I remember scrolling We all know social media is just you guys and obviously I contribute to it like i'm on there, but it's crazy how No one really feels better after scrolling through their Instagram feed you know you may be like okay like I caught up but a lot of times especially if you're following people that you're comparing yourself to you feel a lot worse and I remember years ago honestly crying and scrolling through unrealistic unrealistic expectations for myself um, like models pretty much and I would feel so horrible about myself and like Pick apart myself in the mirror and it's so bad. Oh my gosh. It's so like emotional like hard even admitting that Where is this going? Where <laughs> this is taking a turn <laughs> but Okay, so for example that happened and I started to recognize this pattern within myself and letting myself feel so horrible about myself and how I look and then And you guys know now i'm all about body positivity and i'm like, oh my gosh gretchen Why were you like this like your body is so amazing and like gets you through an orange theory workout and lets you like walk your dog on a nice long walk and you're so athletic and you're so strong and your body is like a functioning machine and can do you guys like get where I'm going here it's like our bodies are so wonderful and amazing and we've got one of them and they're here for our whole life and like we might as well love it and appreciate it and treat it right since you only got that one and if you're gonna treat it horrible and think about it awful you know what I mean it's like what's the point like Self, you know, self-care. Okay, I'm being so, like, preachy and, like, gringy right now. But, so, for example, what I'm trying to say... Is a personal boundary i've sort of established with myself is if i'm going to like compare and go on my phone If I know i'm feeling bad about myself and i'm going to go scroll and feel worse about myself I put down my phone I don't let myself do that and I get away from technology and I go do something that makes me feel better if it's cuddle with my dog Brody, if it's go for a drive and I don't know buy a chai latte if it's cleaning if it's whatever get my mind away from it Get out of my own head and feeling bad about myself and I don't let myself go down these like deep dark holes You know what I mean? So that's sort of like a personal boundary within myself and I'm sure I will sort of get to that point in therapy too where we can think of like other boundaries or ways I can care for myself because that's one of them. Interrupting super quick to tell you guys about Flex. I don't know about you guys but for me it is the most frustrating thing when I'm on my period which I am this week so that's why I'm thinking about it right now. It's how often I have to change my tampon. The longevity of them is my number one complaint because I just have to remember to switch them. You can only keep them in for a short period of time if you know you know. So this is where Flex comes in clutch for me personally but if you want a period product that looks out for your lifestyle, your body, and the planet you've got to try Flex. So if If you didn't know, Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and made to keep you moving. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body, and one Flex Disc can actually be worn for up to 12 hours and holds as much flow as three super tampons. That's what initially drew me to it, since I can leave it in for twice as long as a tampon, and it's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon, so it's unlike any other period product you've seen before. You can wear it for mess-free period sex, which is a plus, and it's smaller than a tampon inserted. By the way, I swear I have way less cramps using it as opposed to tampons, which obviously I love. And Flex discs also create 60% less waste when compared to pads and tampons, so you can feel good about it and consider using Flex an environmental good deed. And if you want to go zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup. So Flex Cup is a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo actually rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. So it's so easy. You already know how to use it and it's made with beginners in mind, which I really appreciated since it was the first cup I actually ever used. It's velvety soft, completely body safe, and lasts for years. With helpful videos and in-depth diagrams available to walk you through the entire process, you'll never go back to products from the past once you try Flex. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend mother nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash happy hour and use code happy hour for 20% off Flex Disc Starter Kits or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, free u.s shipping that's happy hour at flex f-l-e-x slash happy hour and now let's get back into the episode okay back up so (laughs) that was wednesday um over the weekend i was in avalon with some of my closest girlfriends my friend megan's beach house and it was so so nice to be there And just really felt like one of those weekends where you just are so, like, appreciative for... Maybe that's just me always feeling, like, extremely grateful and, like, appreciative. But I really am so appreciative for the people in my life and the really good friends that I have. Because sometimes you go through some not-so-good friends, which I will touch on. (laughs) The toxic ones. So I was just feeling extra grateful for my friend group and how... I don't know. I just have, like, very real friendships and relationships and I appreciate that so much since I feel like especially in the social media world there can be a lot of um I don't know how to say it fakeness and so having like real true people that are just I don't even know the word like um grounded that's not the word like really oh my gosh I was thinking grounded because I was trying to say down to earth like down to earth people it's just so refreshing so that was so nice so beautiful there was my first time um in that part of New Jersey with like I know there's Sea Isle and Avalon and Long Beach Island and all of that I don't know what you call that over there the beach in New Jersey and it was so nice and then Monday the craziest thing happened I'm giving like a play-by-play the whole week. But I know I i'll be very brief because I talked about this on my instagram story And then I talked about it on a vlog, but it was just the craziest thing long story short max and I went to dinner and This man came up to us at the end of dinner And told us that he took care of our bill and he literally picked up our tab and paid for our bill And we were just like, oh my gosh What like i've never been so shocked and surprised because that's never happened to me before and he took off and we were like Wait, what? Oh my gosh, like oh my gosh, we want to like what thank him and what's going on And we were talking to our waiter come to find out this gentleman had the same last name as me which was so crazy and we're like sitting there with our waiter in shock being like whoa this is like fate this is so weird and so many of you were telling me that it's like a sign from my dad since my dad passed away and he's in heaven and sort of like I don't know like this guy was like my angel in a way um since he's like Probably would have been right around my dad's age same last name as me treating max and I to dinner It's sort of like my dad treating us to dinner I was getting very emotional on monday and so like existential over here because it was just so crazy And I talked about I said i'd be brief here. We are Talked about in my vlog on Instagram how I, maybe not on Instagram, but I think in my vlog, how I had this feeling all day on Monday that we were, like, supposed to go here to dinner because it's one of our favorite places. We haven't been in a while, even though we had gotten, like, our HelloFish subscription, and we had all this food, and we had grocery shopping. I was like, yeah, I just feel like we're supposed to go here since, I don't know, I just had this feeling, like, pulling me there, and I felt like that was so the reason. Okay, this is also weird, but I have to tell you guys guys this, too, because I know I didn't on YouTube or Instagram we have more time over here so I need to like slow down. No, no need to be brief, right? Like we <laughs> we love the long stories. We have the time and yeah, so I, I take that back. We're not being brief. Okay, here's some more exclusive content just for the pod that I haven't shared elsewhere. So this is where it gets more crazy and the whole night I'm just freaking out being like, oh my gosh, I feel like my dad is so close right now. I feel like I've just been having all these signs from him. So Max and I are sitting there just in shock and so, oh wait, I also didn't even say, I'm the worst. When he came up to us and said that he was paying for our dinner, it's because he said it was so refreshing and so nice to see a young couple so in love. And we thought that was just like the sweetest thing. And I was like, Max, that's so crazy because I felt like I didn't even like touch his hand or his arm. once. You know, we're like sitting across the table just Talking we really weren't on our phones, which this guy probably picked up on We like we're not on our phones barely at all And we're just enjoying each other's company my love language like my number one is quality time So any quality time with him is just so important to me Maybe this guy picked up on that and anyway the exclusive content for you guys is after max and I are sitting there He you know has gone to his car. He's left the restaurant already like he told us on his way out Max and I were saying like that that was the sweetest thing ever, of course, and we almost wondered if He was someone I think I said right away I'm like I wonder if he is divorced or something sort of in a position that would make him Just appreciate like young love more and max was like, oh, I wonder if he's a widow and i'm like, oh my gosh Don't even say that that breaks my heart because obviously my mom's a widow and it's just like You know your worst nightmare coming true. We all know like losing someone so close to you So that happened. Okay, so this is where you guys get the exclusive content so I get home talking about it on instagram, whatever and I get this dm from a girl and i'm gonna be so vague because I don't want to Like say who this guy is like I haven't said his first name publicly or anything because you already know He has the same last name as me So this girl dms me and goes is his first name blank and I replied and I was like what? Oh my gosh. Yes, like do you know him? I'm like, okay How like how would she just guess his name, you know out of every name ever she knew his first name So, we're talking back and forth. She grew up knowing his daughters, I think she said. And I was talking with her. And you guys, what she told me, what she DMs me next, I was wrecked. I literally started bawling right away. And I just, like, couldn't even believe it. And I felt like this was so fate and just the world, like, I don't know. It was just so crazy. So, she tells me that this guy who paid for our dinner had law I'm trying to be so big <laughs> which like obviously you don't know who it is but basically he did lose his wife and of breast from breast cancer and they had been married for over like 20 30 years and when I read this I was just like Oh my gosh! I was like, Max, you're not gonna believe this, and I can't believe that someone was following me. That I wonder if you're listening to this, by the way, girlfriend. <laughs> but I, I just couldn't believe that someone was following me that knew who this person was and shared that with me. And we talked so much, and I was just like, Oh my gosh! Thank you so much for sharing this with me. You know, like Max and I almost wondered if something like that had happened, and I called my mom right away, and we just like. Couldn't even believe it, and I was just, like, so sad for him because we, like, know what that feels like, you know. Okay, I'm, like, going on a rant here. We're, like, almost 30 minutes into this podcast, and I'm, like, catching up with you guys. But we just needed to have this catch-up because that was the craziest thing. And long story short, I just know that was like the universe working in one of its mysterious ways and that was just so meant to be that we had that interaction and I can't wait to keep paying it forward because that was like the coolest thing ever that that happened and never happened to me before yeah that was I feel like I've been telling everyone what happened on Monday. <laughs> When we were at dinner, I even told my therapist and she was like, whoa, no way like that's so crazy So anyway that happened. Okay, and then Wednesday therapy Thursday We went to Philly for the day We've had such an eventful week and it was so nice going to Philly for the day Reminds me a lot of Boston like obviously they're different cities, but I feel like similar Size and sort of vibe. I guess the vibes are different and Philly's more like built up like city feeling like kind of like tall Buildings. I don't know if you guys have been to both like, you know the vibe but just so fun to walk around and honestly and just like be in a city again it reminds me of Boston it makes me miss Boston so much and I love Philly too like totally I would live there it makes me like miss Philly whenever I'm not there because I've learned to love it there and it's just fun to like be social we went out to dinner with my friend Megan like I said same one who I went to her beach house in Avalon and her boyfriend Steve we had like a little double date and Yeah, I just like miss being in city. So that was so fun and so special And right now you guys should know I so now it's saturday I'm recording like a week before this goes up actually because i'll be on the cape all of next week. So As you're listening this is next Friday as you're listening probably or even later Um, you've definitely seen a bunch of my cape cod content i'm sure on instagram But I know you guys loved my podcast episode with chase max's sister I actually saw a lot of requests to do more like another podcast with her Which i'm sure we will one day But I just feel like I want to say for when i'm on the cape next week Which you will this will be up after so what am I talking about? But just warning I feel like whenever i'm on the cape or even back home in albany I just feel like i'm so not in work mode Like I just want to be spending quality time with max and his family and i'm just in like Spending time with family mode, you know, um, and I feel like I'm sort of sharing less So but I feel like that's normal and it's good to have that's sort of like a boundary I have in a way with like social media It's like when I'm with family I like put my phone and camera down and of course I still like vlog moments and take photos and share things like it's so fun Especially on the Cape like it's so beautiful in the summer Like I'm still taking a lot of content But there are certain moments that I like draw the line and I'm like, okay today I need to not film I need to just be Present, which I feel like is super healthy for me since like my whole life is on social media, and that's reminding me since I'm talking about like content on the cape and stuff. I've always wanted to do you guys a YouTube video with Max and his sister Chase, like the three of us sitting down where we do who knows Max better because I'm sure Chase would win, honestly. Like, I know Max might have been dating for almost three years now, but they are so close and obviously had like the same childhood together growing up. Like I remember, did I do that with Lucy and Max? Oh my gosh, no, I don't think, oh, well, this is awkward. (laughs) As I'm like, nope, that was definitely the ex-boyfriend like when I was in high school. Okay, (laughs) moving on from that. Wait, I need to do one with Lucy and Max. Oh my god, but I, what I'm saying is I feel like, I feel like Lucy would went because we're twins especially and we're so close and have the same childhood whatever but i like want to do that so maybe that'll be one day anyway i was just thinking about that. oh another video that i have been wanting to film with max is a truth or drink video because you guys have been requesting that so much like literally random vlogs it'll be the top comment. it'll be like this is so random but like i really want you guys to do a truth or drink but can i be honest so Ever since it's been requested so much, I had never watched one and I watched a couple and I showed Max one and To be honest, we were both like quite uncomfortable. (laughs) Like it was just very um graphic Sort of like vulgar even questions, which I would not feel comfortable with like you guys know i'm so open with you But also I try to keep it classy like i'm not trying to be like too much or make you uncomfortable or like gross i don't know if you guys know the vibe that i'm saying because um, i feel like you can be very honest and open without that i don't know so i would want to do that if you guys get the vibe like not too much sex you know so <laughs> like i just wouldn't want the whole thing to be about like Sex and hookups and drink. I don't know like very like adult content And that was kind of like all the truth or drink videos I was seeing So maybe I would do it with max but more just like fun lighthearted vibes pg So maybe we won't ever do it, but maybe one day I don't know interrupting quick to tell you guys about my new favorite sunglasses fresh from san diego california i'm talking about blenders eyewear and you're going to be just as hooked when you see how awesome these shades are so i actually got the spider jet frames in all black since i love the sleek all black look especially for aviator sunglasses they're such high quality you guys so substantial and nice feeling not like flimsy cheap ones you know they're perfect to wear when i'm walking brody at the beach or just driving around honestly like during the summer i can get so bright out i'll notice i'm squinting all the If I forget to put on my sunglasses, so they help so much with that. So how blenders got started, if you haven't heard about them, was actually by a surf instructor on Pacific Beach who was also selling his beachy shades out of his backpack. His goal was to create an adventurous mid-priced eyewear option with the same cool factor as other leading styles. But unlike expensive big brand shades that you've probably lost or smashed in the past like I have, blenders are actually affordable, so you're not going to cry as much when the inevitable happens. Blender's team of in-house designers are constantly coming out with new styles. From orange polarized wraparounds, tortoiseshell frames with purple lenses to classic gold arms on black lens. And it's not just sunglasses. Blenders has prescription glasses, readers, and blue lights, as well as a snow collection with goggles and accessories. So to score 15% off your Blenders purchase, visit BlendersEyewear.com and enter promo code GretchenVIP. That's BlendersEyewear.com, code GretchenVIP, all caps, one word, for 15% off. Blenders rocked with pride worldwide. Okay, I have been talking your guys ears off so (laughs) so you're gonna get right on into it okay relationship boundaries so yes this was wait was this all Oh, now I can't remember this was written by different people the same person whatever some of these were written by the same person requested some different so relationship boundaries in general I feel like I've just learned so much more about this as I've grown up in time like I just like feel bad I honestly look back at like High school me or like high school relationships and like there's so much you don't know and like you're still trying to find out who you are in yourself and I feel like it's so easy to fall into like unhealthy sort of like Tendencies in high school because you don't know any better because you're like 15 or whatever So yeah, what i'm saying is I feel like I didn't know or like this term like I just didn't even know what it was for the longest time, but Obviously, I think it's so, so necessary to have and very, very healthy. And, like, they're always sort of there whether you know or not. Okay, so some in my mind are, like, built in, right? Like, relationship boundaries. Like, no cheating, for example. Emotionally, physically would be a boundary, right? Like, that you can't cross in a relationship. I guess more generally, it would be something like trust. Like, trusting one another. Like, you don't want to cross that boundary because that can be really bad and hurtful and could end your relationship. You know, you get the vibe another like big sort of example I think of is getting in between your partner and maybe their family or friends um like that's generally a boundary you don't want to cross which obviously depends on the specifics and their relation maybe they don't have a good relationship with their family I don't know but you get what I mean so I feel like there are some things that are sort of like built in in a way but I know every relationship is like different maybe you're in an open relationship and you don't care if you guys are with other people I could never do that by the way like that do it props because oh my gosh like i am i care way too much like i care so much anyway not the point so okay what i really think is important here is the little everyday things like the little boundaries that you may not even notice or you may not think are a big deal but in my mind are a really big deal especially over time and i think they're important to sort of like solidify into your relationship and come to an agreement on and again This will be different for every relationship because every person is different like your experiences what you've been through different your expectations but um i think it just takes very honest communication to figure out what these boundaries may look like for you and your relationship so i have some examples to share with you guys so if you're like gretchen what are relationship boundaries okay in my mind like who i mean like do i even know but for me it's things like prioritizing alone time exercise self-care maybe privacy sort of personal interests and your hobbies time with your own friends all of these all of the above that I'm just saying are sort of like having your own identity right and purpose outside of your relationship with this person which is oh my gosh so important extremely important like that's how you keep your independence in my opinion other sort of boundaries you could have in your relationship that I think are really healthy would be having, like being able to say no, saying no, being okay. Apologizing when you're wrong, I think is so important. And that should definitely be in a part of your relationship because if it's not like what you, yeah, that's, you could have some issues. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home, isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners. Start your confidence journey today with bite. Asking for help in your relationship if you're struggling in any way, like feeling comfortable enough for these things, voicing your opinions, being able to like be truthful with one another and be expressing how you really feel, obviously it's so important. Um, also, I don't want to say this one. I'm trying to think of like all the aspects here. I'm sure I'm missing like 100, but... I think financially, obviously, can be a point of contention in a relationship, so whatever that is for you, like, coming to a consensus, is that the word, financially, whatever works for you, like, I guess all I can think of financially, like, I don't know that Max and I have, like, financial boundaries that we wouldn't cross, honestly now that I think about it maybe like Dictating what the other person can and cannot spend their money on because that seems crazy to me like we were talking about this yesterday actually because um, he's really Loving golf right now. I was gonna say it's a golf phase, but honestly, I don't think it's a phase He's just really getting into it loving it and i'm so happy for him Like I told you guys he's golfing right now. It's such a good thing for him. It's like obviously outside It's like in nature. It's so nice Like I love when I am invited along and we get to go on little golf dates but it's such a good, like, interest, like, a positive interest, hobby in his life. It's something he can do without me. And it helps him keep his independence. i ident- done all these things, right? I'm, like, analyzing it right <laughs> now. But the reason, so, the reason we were sort of talking about this yesterday was um, we were talking about, like, if he were to buy, like, a bunch of golf clubs and if I'm like, oh, my gosh, you can't have any more golf, or tell him sort of what to do. And I'm like, I would never feel comfortable, really, Telling you what you can and can't buy and he would never do that with me So I guess that's sort of like a boundary we have with like like an unspoken one But if either of us ever said like don't buy that you can't buy that Like we just don't do that. But I think that's also because we're very like financially independent of one another um in our sort of situations like things that we share for example Brody our dog is like obviously we're very like collaborative in that way like we're both paying for him but I think our own things like we pay for our own things and don't but obviously I know every relationship is different and what I'm trying to get at is Financial boundaries, I think maybe are more of a thing if you have children like or if you're married And so since we don't fall into either of those categories I think it's just easier to be like what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours Like we share I don't know do you I feel like this is coming out wrong um, but I think there are boundaries maybe financially when you are married have a home have children stuff like that so it may bother you if the other person is like spending like crazy and so doesn't have money to like pitch in to pay for your mortgage or your children i don't know i'm just like thinking of different people's situations because that's not our situation um but yeah, I think financially that could be a boundary. Wow, I just talked about that forever. I just feel like there could be financial boundaries in your relationship, which is normal. Needing space, I think, is a good boundary to have. If either of you need space, that's t- so normal and should be able to be voiced to the other person. Overall, what all of these come down to is communication, I really think. And a lot of these, in my opinion, have to do with just respecting the other person overall and their needs and wants and them like voicing that with you and I think that all of these boundaries and boundaries that you have in your relationship will just help you stay independent while being in the relationship and not become codependent because you don't want that and I think about sort of boundaries that I've like compromised in the past I feel like I've used this example so many times but I'll never forget and I kick myself for it because I think about times in college where I seriously would Have a yoga class that I'd be planning, maybe I'd even be signed up for it, planning to go to at night. And then I would forego this own me time, self-care time, my own interest, hobby. Like, this, such such a good thing that I was doing. I would cross that boundary for myself. I would break the boundary because I would be waiting around for some boy to call to see if I could, like, hang out with a boy. Which is so dumb, like, you just need to prioritize yourself over... Some boy or I think taking care of yourself should be such a priority in your relationship is what I'm really trying to say. Because I think allowing the other person to have their alone time, their self-care, keeping whatever private to them that they want to keep private. Like, obviously not certain things. Like, you have to share in a relationship. But do you know what I mean? Like, certain levels of privacy, like whatever you're comfortable with. Obviously, every person, every relationship is different. Exercise your own interests and hobbies and friends are so important. And I think having all of that, like, keeping your own identity, like I was saying, will allow you to be the best boyfriend, girlfriend, partner in your relationship because if you don't have that and you become codependent you like lose who you are that that's not the goal you don't want that you know i also feel i'm just being reflective in my 24 years (laughs) i feel a lot healthier in a relationship i and i hope this stays this way with age like i feel like with age and time learning the importance of taking the relationship dynamic seriously in a way like i feel like i almost used to just not think it was a big deal or work at it like if you were together 24 7 and didn't take care of yourself and just let each other go I was like oh whatever we're in love I mean, no like those things those little everyday things are important your own time your self-care if you're journaling or meditating or working out or getting coffee with a friend all these things are so important to be the best version of you and therefore be a good partner in your relationship and also like taking a relationship seriously and working on it because they do take hard work, especially over time. Like it's not just easy to make it work. Like people change and you go through different things. And I feel like you need to always be actively working on your relationship instead of just being like a passive component in the relationship because that's where you run into issues. So yeah, I just feel like I've gotten better with this with experience and time and I'm like 24, like I'm like, what do I even know? But I guess that's just sort of how I view relationships and like boundaries in a relationship because you need to have like your own personal boundaries and expectations and be very clear with that and be so vocal. I'm like thinking about friends, like conversations, I'll be very vague because I don't, wanna, you know, it's not like my story to share, but I think about how I'm so like proud of my badass like strong female friends family members that you know stick up for themselves in a relationship because okay so the reason I feel like these are such a big deal what I'm really getting at is if these are cross these boundaries like if Max told me um it sounds crazy even saying it because he would never say this but if he was like you know what no you you're not allowed you can't go to Orange Theory today because I need you to walk Brody because I'm gonna be busy all day whatever like if If these sort of boundaries are crossed, the whole dynamic of the relationship can change. And I think that's how issues really start to happen. If um, someone could start to be very like controlling and you definitely don't want that. So I think about times that my friends have told me like certain scenarios and they've like stuck up for themselves or been like, no, you're not allowed to say that or do that or criticize me in that way. You're being hypocrite. That's not fair. And sort of stuck up for themselves and they're sort of like setting the precedent drawing a line in the sand like having this boundary of no you can't do that you can't um manipulate me or make me feel bad or hurt me in this way because i feel like if you don't stick up for yourself and you don't have these boundaries the person the other person in the relationship even if they're not meaning to and not You know trying to be like malicious here they'll start to learn over time like oh i can get away with this i can tell my girlfriend what she can and can't wear oh that drives me crazy in relationships like if people are controlling in that way like change your outfit or you can't wear that you shouldn't wear that oh my like i don't even know what i would do because i'm so like independent myself i would be like no you can't tell me what to do and what to wear so i think these little things and little boundaries are so important Because if they are crossed or you know these little rules you have with yourself just I don't know You know what i'm saying if they're broken it can just lead to I don't know an unhealthy relationship And you don't ever want to be controlling or have the your partner someone else being controlling, right? So now i'm thinking especially if there are specific things each of you have gone through like certain boundaries may be really helpful and important in your relationship like maybe it's a boundary of okay we know for us we're not going there we're not gonna in my mind like mentally we're not going there we're not speaking about that we're not going to touch on that maybe it's like i'm thinking about if one of you has maybe parents that are divorced and that's like really sort of private to you and uncomfortable and like a really hard thing that you've gone through traumatic of course if you're uncomfortable sharing with that and talking about that that's okay and that needs to be something that is like a known thing in your relationship you know like okay we don't go there we don't bring that up we don't talk about that i think in some ways you know it's hard saying that because it's like you always want to be open and honest and talk about it but it's like if something is like makes a person like visibly uncomfortable it's like we don't have to go there i'm trying to think like for us that would be like if I don't know like things that just seem like so inappropriate if max was asking about I don't know my dad a bunch or him passing away or something like if that would make me really uncomfortable and sad Like we just don't go there, you know And and that's even something like unspoken that we know like this sounds so common sense, but I think sometimes It isn't like okay another one Maybe if one of you has experienced some sort of trauma in any fashion wants to avoid Okay, this could be good like Not good, but this is a good example is what I'm trying to say. Like if one of you wants to avoid certain situations that maybe you would be triggered in, I also think that's okay and I think that's good for your partner to know and be aware of. I feel like I'm being so vague here, but I'm sure you guys can apply this to your relationships in your own respective ways. And there's so many different types of trauma. You guys get what I'm saying. Okay, I think another good boundary is if... So this I've heard and I think this is like so good. So if you have worked through an issue in the past in your relationship to not keep bringing it up to be able to like get mad at your partner again, which sounds like kind of crazy, but I feel like it does happen and it's not helpful and it's actually hurtful and mean. So sort of like if you decided to work through something in the past in your relationship In my opinion, you're deciding, okay, we're moving forward with this person and like moving on and it's not fair to keep Wanting them to hurt or to hurt them, you know I mean, I think obviously depends on the situation Like I keep saying like take what i'm saying with a grain of salt If something that's happened in the past is really like affecting you and your emotions like getting you down Obviously share that like I always feel like being open and honest and sharing with the person is always like Should be the number one thing that you do like default to being open and honest with that person but like always trying to like make them feel bad for something that happened in the past like an argument that you had or Issue like even like little things if you're always bringing up like You guys know with me and max he'll leave the dishwasher like cracked open a tiny van. I'm like, yeah, I try be That's like I run into it, whatever But it's like i'm not gonna like change who he is or be mad at him forever over that Like we can just laugh about it. I need to just not make it a big deal and move on Oh my gosh, I actually heard this recently. I think this is on instagram Frick, I i'm so mad i'm missing this. Maybe you guys have Seen this or heard this too. And so you'll know who i'm talking about some celebrity And I think it was her husband and he was like, you know, life just got a lot easier when I stopped trying to like fight over the little things that bothered me, whether it's like you leave the kitchen cabinets open. I think that's what it was in their situation. He's like, right as I stopped fighting over it and being mad at it and just closing myself because it took one second, like I can just close the dishwasher. Life became like a lot easier. So it's like not nitpicking, you know, because relationships are also a lot about compromise, which I also wanted to talk about because all these boundaries I feel like they can sound so like you you know give your partner like a list of boundaries like these are things that are important to me things I won't compromise on and it's like okay well where's like the compromise like the collaboration the you know the two of us being in a relationship with that so I feel like that can be Like, you don't want to be such a stickler and, like, draw your line in the sand and be like, this is my schedule every day. That's so important to me. It can't sway at all. Like, I have no sort of leeway to compromise with you here because relationships are so much about compromise. So, you can't always have it your way. Um, I mean, obviously, there are very important boundaries that, like, can never be crossed, but there's sometimes there can be, like, compromises. If it's, like, oh, we don't have, I don't have time to get my full bath, self-care, meditation in today. Maybe I can tomorrow and just do a sh- shortened version of it today because we have puppy training with here. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, life is all about compromise. And I'm going to have, like, such bad examples because, of course, like, right as I'm like, what are good examples of compromise? Like, I don't even know. But I just think, you need to work towards a solution together in conflict in a relationship, and so okay. Here are good some good examples of compromise in a relationship that is necessary. So, if you're a long distance and you want to live together, a lot of times there's compromise in that. So, I guess in a way, I compromised moving here. That sounds like mean. Like I compromised by moving here with Max because it doesn't even feel that way because. I love him and I love our relationship and we wanted to be living together not long distance anymore And I love it so much here, but you know in a way it's like i'm not you're my family your friends, whatever So that could be one way that I would compromise Max comfort. Oh i'm thinking about it right now because i'm sitting in our office recording this max compromises He really does his ideal <laughs> this is smaller scale but he does compromise his probably like ideal video game setup which he does have a really cool video game setup in here but i'm sure he compromises in a way because i want our office to be my aesthetic and it to be cute and it's like these are conversations that we have and we can work towards a goal towards a solution together he may compromise what he really wants to eat for dinner maybe it's like chipotle and (laughs) maybe he's compromising because He will eat what I want to eat with me kind of thing. You know, these are like dumb examples, but you guys get what I mean. I maybe will compromise tomorrow on our drive to the Cape. Maybe we listen to the podcast he wants to listen to because we're going to listen to the one that I want to listen to next time. Maybe we take turns. Like that's a great compromise. Bottom line is, I think in your relationship with all these things, your boundaries, your compromises, that the love you have for each other and making the other person happy Has to be there. Like bottom line. And (laughs) thinking of another one. Max compromised today. For example, uh, watching golf. He compromised watching golf because I asked him to clean the shower. And he did. Like such a sweetie. (laughs) He compromised how clean his hands were by cleaning the shower. No, you know what I mean. It's like the love he has for me and sort of the priorities I'm worrying about also become his priorities. And he can help me with whatever i want to do and acts of service right people okay is this like getting all over the place now oh wait next up okay we're like 55 minutes in and we need to get to the toxic people the toxic friends but this is good because i have very simple concise advice for this because i feel like i always see this so i wrote in my notes in like very brief bye bye like see ya like, life is too short, but seriously, that is my opinion. I mean, obviously, cut your friends some slack, give them some grace, especially if they're going through a hard time. Like I said, I think bottom line should always be, like, honest communication, and if you tell them how you're feeling, how they have been making you feel, there could be changes. I'm thinking about, actually, a close friend um, that recently came to me, and I'm like, you just have to, I know it can be hard, but... I pushed them to be very honest and communicate how they're feeling because sometimes the other person doesn't even know and they're like, wow, I'm so hurt that I've been making you or like I feel so bad that I've been making you feel this way like I didn't even realize and it can really help and I think you can move on from that and move forward and have like a better dynamic where you're not feeling like this person's being a bad friend Or hurting you but in my experience i've had like a handful of not so great friends and i've just distanced myself from them because in my mind like life is too short and this is where my quote comes in at the end of the episode you really are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so, spending time with people that are kind of crappy and maybe toxic and mean and don't share the same values as you, or not that they have to share the same values, but are like morally not good people, um, don't do this to yourself because you don't wanna turn into that, right? And I guess just if. Getting rid of the bad people in your life is hard. Remember that and maybe that'll make it a little bit easier. But yeah, I guess I just, I've had several toxic people in my life and you just don't see them close to me anymore. And that's for a reason. And I feel very lucky that I've had strong par- independent parents as role models So i've really had no problem distancing myself from friends like this I really think back to like when I first started having maybe issues with friends middle school high school and my parents Just sort of like guiding me in this way and being like you don't deserve that You don't need to stick around friends that aren't serving you in relationships that are You know making you happy making you feel good benefiting you in any way like it's not worth it so I've compiled some red flags that I've thought of in my mind that maybe you could identify as people in your life and you're like, oh yeah, that's not so good. Maybe I should try to distance myself from that. Because I said this before, but I think sometimes it doesn't need to be this big emotional friendship breakup, which sometimes it does come to that. But I think it doesn't always need to be that. And sometimes you can sort of slowly distance yourself from the person. I don't know if that's mean or just like sort of like taking care of yourself, guarding your heart a little bit, and I think they just sort of get the gist over time and it's maybe they can just think that it's you guys growing apart And then it's like no hard feelings to them. But deep down you're like, no, you're toxic and like mean (laughs) Okay, so some red flags you may see is that wow i'm thinking about the people that i've You know had issues with and all of these sort of seem to be the case at least one or the other do okay if you feel worse when you are around them That could be a red flag They put you down when you're with them Big red flag If they make fun of you as a joke I know some people are like funny But if it's like the joke is at your expense And you're like continually feeling really crappy around this uh, You don't deserve that queen If you feel worse after you're with them That's a red flag I can think about I would be so excited to like see whoever And then you're like crying and sad afterwards And it's like whoa like this is a weird dynamic What's going on here if they say mean things about you behind your back, okay, red flag. I feel like we all know this, but like it's crazy how often this happens and like you find out and you're like, oh, no. It's like you're almost in this like dependent, like you just want to like believe the best because you're like manipulated in a way. So that's another thing. If they're manipulating you, changing you, if you feel yourself being like, what? If you're like, questioning. If you're, like constantly confused about their behavior and actions, you know? If okay, here's another thing. They share things with other people that you've confided in them about. Oh, so bad. I can think about this is like really bad. I feel like morally that is just so wrong. Even if like people have confided in me in the past and we're not close anymore, oh my god, I would not share that with other people. Like that is so horrible and a total violation of trust, right? Okay, this is another big red flag. If you notice, sort of in my in my eyes, my phrase, my words, like a lack of normal morals is that a good phrase like a lack of morals that you have and you would think most people would have like i'm thinking of one person in my life stealing being okay i was like oh wait wait rewind wait what what did you just say they did oh my god like oh my god that is horrible like uh, and that's like the gut reaction i have and i'm like oh like if you aren't feeling that way like uh oh, i don't know if i want to be around this okay if they think like stealing like little things if that's okay oh my god so not okay right lying being okay continually lying to you mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. even like the little things i'm so sensitive to that because i'm like oh my gosh no if this person can lie to me about something so small what else can they lie to me about i like cannot do the lying the not honestly etc lack of normal morals <laughs> in my mind like i said manipulating you changing you If also another thing, if you feel like you're trying so hard for their like affection in a way or attention as a friend, I feel like that can be bad. If you feel like sort of they owe you an apology all the time, like you feel like they've hurt you and you're like waiting for the apology, I feel like that can be a red flag. Okay, last thing, (laughs) I'm thinking of so many, if you never truly, if you think deep down, truly feel comfortable around them, like 100% yourself like that's a red flag because you're sort of like guarding yourself in a way because you know deep down and just wow why do I think about this thinking of several ex-friends i've had (laughs) right about now but yeah just remembering getting rid of them is hard you're the average of the five people you hang out with because it's so true and like i was saying earlier like you will start to like morph into this person not that you're like you're going to turn into them because you don't have to but also like you don't need to surround yourself with people that aren't good people And I know it's so hard, especially if you've been like friends for a while or just like oh, friendship like beef and relationships with any It's just so exhausting and it's so like ugh. But it's almost like because it's so exhausting And you love you and you love yourself and you're caring for yourself so much You need to be really selective with the people that you surround yourself with and know that at the end of the day your truest best friends that have the best intentions for you will always be there and stick around and make you feel good like I think about a couple groups of friends I have that are my closest truest friends and we don't waste our time talking about other people talking badly about other people It's just so fun and like good vibes when we're together. We always are lifting each other up We're never tearing each other down. We're genuinely so happy for each other's accomplishments I'm, just thinking of these little things in Great friendships that I do have we're so honest with one another you guys know one of my best friends taylor like we have such a great relationship we keep in touch like just nothing about our relationship is anything that i just said like talk look we're so honest and open and loving and caring and everything comes from a place of like loving each other like there's no weird intentions or agendas which i feel like if you're having toxic friends like they can have that or maybe they're just going through a really hard time themselves but it's not your job to fix them you know at the end of the day it's like if you love someone and you're sticking with them their hard time totally get that but if you're with someone that's like really affecting your life negatively and weighing you down is it like is it worth it i just think about friends that i've sort of distanced myself with over time let go of and to put it simply the cons were outweighing the pros like you could literally make a pro and con list and i think it can just be easy that way to be like, okay, bye bye, not dealing with this because I feel like you can sort of notice it more easily now, especially with all the red flags. I gave you all these tools, so I'm just like, hmm. But yeah, for me, I think just growing up and sort of growing away from some friends, maybe on purpose, maybe not, but it was just being really honest with myself like, how do I feel when I'm with this person? How do they? you know treat other friends and family in their life I feel like that can be a red flag like if they don't have other close friends or if they're like mean to their family members or whatever it's like hmm okay well or like saying this is a big one if they're like saying mean things about other people in their life or other friends they have all the time to you obviously they're going to be saying bad things about you to other friends or other people and it's like you don't want to waste your time with people like that anyway because they're not real true friends to you especially oh I just thought of another one like situational friends, like if they're friends with you because it's convenient to them, or again, like I said, if they have an agenda, if they want something from you. No, ugh, those are literally the worst. And it's just not worth your time. And it's so worth your time to find the people that you really. Click with and really love you and support you and always will and will always have your back And I feel like i've just learned that over time like my friends that have my back and I have their like unwavering support and like honesty about Anything going on in my life. So that brings me to I with this got the question of advice for fitting in and I kind of hate that because I know I know deep down especially when you're younger i think about like elementary school middle school high school i feel like the goal is so fitting in like everyone wants to just fit in and be liked and sort of like normal and then i'm happy that with growing up i feel like especially i've noticed i noticed so much in college the fitting in thing going away and people just like being the best versions of themselves and being like truly authentic because like i said fitting in in my opinion, should not be the goal, and I think sort of tying into what I was just saying, like finding, it's so worth your time, finding your true friends and people that love you and support you unconditionally, and that's not really, like, fitting in, in my opinion, like, you don't want to fit in with maybe it's high school and it's the cool group of friends, and those are, like, the toxic mean ones, and, like, you don't really want that. What you really want, also, in my opinion, I know some people are like, would maybe prefer quantity over quality in friends, if you just want a lot of friends. I think quality of friends over quantity should be the goal. You don't need to fit into anything. You don't need to fit in to society's expectations for you, your parents' expectations of what they want out of you. I mean, of course you wanna make your parents happy. Now I'm thinking about in college, like people being, you know, having majors in certain things, having their major be something because their parents wanted it that way. And I'm like, ah, no in my mind college is so the time to be selfish and like do what you want to do and oh this is reminding me when I've been listening to what we said recently JC talks about living life on your own terms and I just could not agree more like and every decision you make every aspect of your life I want you in your well-being and your deepest like desires and goals to be at the forefront of this Decision making factor like I want that to be what you always go back to and that to always be the priority Because I sort of think maybe i'm thinking about this idea of fitting in too much But I think in any sense of the phrase if you're thinking, okay, I need to fit in what you're really thinking and sort of doing to yourself is making yourself less you and trying to like fit into this mold that isn't you because You shouldn't have to fit Into anything, you should just be the most authentic you you can be. Oh, you know what? This is also physically reminding me of. I was having a chat with Lucy, my twin sister, recently, and we're talking about clothes. And she said something to me that I really loved. And maybe I think I was like sad, like certain pair of jeans or shorts, and it fit me right. Oh, this, yeah, this is it. And she was saying to me, Gretchen, you are not built. You are not meant to fit into clothes. Clothes are meant to fit you and fit your body because you're living your best life and you're wearing them every day and the size and the number and the what doesn't matter clothes are meant to fit you you're not meant to fit into clothes just like this applies to this i don't think you're meant to fit into something else life is meant to fit in around you and your goals and desires (laughs) i feel like i'm being very like preachy like philosopher now so i can end this off here but i hope this helped you guys because i know you guys wanted me to touch on relationship boundaries which i feel like i touched on so much and bottom line just keeping your independence and identity in a relationship i think that's what it comes down to too to me compromising in relationship because obviously that's important like i feel like i'm so giving off this vibe like be a bad bitch and don't compromise on anything like you but it's like no relationships are about compromise in a lot of senses too you know like that's important like you want to be a good partner 50 50 you know you don't want to just be like my way or the highway 90 10 adjust to my lifestyle you know it's like relationships are about compromise too but it's like healthy balance everything in moderation right how to deal with toxic people, we already know. My advice is to just, oh my gosh, not worth your time. Literally, goodbye. Also, I just feel like people don't change a lot of the time. Maybe they do and maybe they've had lots of therapy and that's great if they can. Especially family members. I feel like family members, you always sort of have to give the benefit of the doubt because that's like your family that you were born into, you know? So I feel like that can be tough. If you have a tough family member, you just got to like try your best. But I know some families do not speak to each other and like are not speaking in terms which is so sad but I think with family you have to try like especially hard at least in my opinion and yeah I think that's it for this week's episode <laughs> you guys sorry if I was all over the place I really hope that you enjoyed I hope this is helpful I hope this resonated with you I hope you could relate in some way but thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you my next episode bye